Did you hear the good news, bro? What? Um, Jay Z's finally considered a billionaire. How's that good news for me? <laughs> it's the first hip hop artist to be a billionaire. It's good news for the culture. For the culture, Burry. Isn't Dr. Dr. Dre's already a billionaire? No, he was, but Dr. Dre is like a producer. He's not like an artist, hip hop artist, rapper. Oh, that's a lot of nitpicking for a guy with two albums. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. Thank you very much for joining us. This is the Millennial Classics with Mumbury Makaya and Swadik Mayanja. On this, yeah, pod- you. on this podcast, we talk about the best and most memorable movies, music, and culture-changing events from our generation. Um, this week, Mumbury, tell these folks what we're talking about this week. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm so excited because... This week, we talking about Get Rich or Die Trying, 50 Cent's uh, debut album. And, uh, th- like, this is this is the album where I wish, if we had time travel, like, endgame shit, <laughs> I, would, I would go back and go to college when 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying came out. It's because... This is insane. It really is insane. From top to bottom. I think there's like, when you listen to most albums, there's like three or four songs that you're like, yeah. Ah. This yeah. Song, I mean, there's maybe one, maybe two. And I, I, I literally put the whole list in our Google Doc so we could actually go by song by song or at least talk about the ones you might not listen to or hit skip to. But top but, but to bottom. You, you, I tried skipping, dude. There's nothing to skip. That's what it's I'm literally saying. like. <laughs> it is fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. So this is, yeah. Yes, like uh, Mulberry said, this is 50 Cent's uh, debut album, Get Rich or Die Trying. It was released February 6, 2003. Yes, it was released by Shady Records. Um, uh, so, do you, uh, Burry, do you want to talk about what's going on, what was happening in 50's life, or do you want to talk about why we chose this album first? Um, let's talk about uh, you wanna- why we chose the album. Okay. And... Uh, and uh, out of like, so there's a couple of like iconic albums in the 2000s. Yes. So why I chose this album is this is probably one. It was one of the biggest albums Most definitely. in the 2000s. And two, it kind of, I'm not going to say gangster rap and pop weren't mixed together, but this was kind of like the ultimate peak of like what could happen you know like all right if you want to put like southern rap and pop you put like ti ludicrous maybe ludicrous popped off ludicrous a little bit i'd say what was that so what was that song fast and the furious no i'm saying live your life bro that was like the yes 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 yeah no i hear you but ludicrous was fire uh, for a hot second back in the 2000s no but i hear you uh get rich or die trying i think was i mean like 50 cent like took over the 2000s out of like like, a lot of people didn't know him he was a new he's a new york rapper yes right and he literally signed with um eminem and Dr. Dre the year before after he got dropped because he got shot nine times. He had a mixtape out that no one listened to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were were legitimately seven years old. Oh, yeah. And I still remember being in um, elementary school and hearing in the club, hearing 21 Questions, would you love me on a Bentley? (laughs) Would you love me on a bus? bus?" Like, These things are like ingrained in me. And this is like, and this is probably what introduced so many people to rap of our age. Because this is like, this was everywhere. Yeah. And Eminem was the biggest rapper at the time, pretty much. 
So having him and part of Shady Records, exactly. a, couple of, a couple of features that M has on this um, album that just blow up. Uh, uh, and you're right. No, this was this was the time I remember my brother was a couple of years older than me. Um, and he used to like people would pay Faisal to make d- CDs like and download songs from LimeWire, believe it or not. And, <laughs> oh, I remember LimeWire. <laughs> exactly. I put it on CDs for him. People would pay Faisal to do this. Um, and I remember... The CD phase made for for both me and him was like 85% of the the album and then one or two randos. But this album took over everything. It really, it it took over culture. Um, So let me give you some hard facts about why this album is super uh, amazing. So described by all music as probably the most hyped debut album by a rap artist in about a decade. Um, uh, One of... Uh, it debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. It sold 872,000 copies in its first four days. It was insane. The it, it is insane. It was. And the then, best. go ahead. It sold 800,000 copies the next week too. It's ins- it, 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 it didn't stop. It sold 12 million copies worldwide by the end of the year. By the end of the year, um, that means eight million copies in the U.S. and it became certified eight times platinum. I mean, what else do you want from? And this is back in the day when you were actually buying CDs outside yeah. of the bad boy yeah. with lime wiring it up. Contacts and who 50 Cent is at the time. Um, we all know 50 Cent now is this big mogul, a.k.a. the most petty celebrity we have ever seen. Yeah, I just remember everyone talking about vitamin water. Like, yo, 50, <laughs> yo, 50 don't need a rap no more. You got vitamin water. You uh, remember yeah. everyone talking about vitamin of water? Of course we did. This, <laughs> vitamin water was the uh, Dr. Dre's beats before the beats. We really thought that 50 Cent was a mogul. Yeah, yeah. Because of vitamin water. <laughs> <laughs> n- nevertheless, two years later, the dude goes bankrupt. Um, so it's just some context for the situation. So 50 Cent at the time um, was shot nine times in Queens, New York, on May 2nd, 24, 2000. He managed to survive, but was dropped from his label, Columbia Records. Bad move, Columbia Records. Bad move. Interscope gave Jackson his own label, G-Unit um, Records, in 2003. Um, and then he signed Lloyd Banks, Tony Yayo, Young Buck as members of G-Unit. And then sometime forward, um, he um, also got the game into it. Um, but that ended pretty shitty that the game 50 cent beef ended pretty shitty um but that's when um in 2003 and that's when he dropped the um i'm sorry yeah in 2003 is when he dropped uh get rich or die trying but yeah so 2002 was when he himself was signed he's eminem signed him for a million dollars in 2002 is and this is lot? yeah and and this is what's wild about it is if you think about it, like the rappers that come out now like some guys might co-sign them like it'll be like J. Cole or someone will co-sign him. This guy had Dr. Dre and Eminem like at the peak of when they were popular saying this is the next guy up. And he came through. He really did. Full stop. No questions. All the way through. Um uh, I think I think this is one of them situations where we can actually go down. Like, I really want to just go down. Oh, before we even go down the list of songs, because we have the full list of and songs. And I'll place my favorite snippets. Oh, but, Like but, two, three seconds. I'll yes. edit it in. I like right? it. Because you all need to hear. Well, wait, first off, do you have a favorite line or a favorite moment in the entire album? Yeah, so I actually took notes because there were too many for me to just pick one. But let me just tell you, the intro to, um, um, what's it called? The intro to Heat 
Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm many sorry. men. Many men. Yes. Yeah, Wish yeah, death yeah. upon me. Know? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. The intro to Many Men is insane. I love with the gunshots. I hope if you do play, please use that intro um, because I love that intro. I think that like you, you hear that intro and you feel like a gangster. You start getting the pat down yourself. I love that intro. Um, but. I feel like choosing in the club is too easy for a favorite song. Um, I had the I. You could tell I bootlegged this album because I had the YouTube intro for Many Men. So it was like, it was like, come on, son, we gotta do this or not? Come on, son. (laughs) (laughs) It had like the music video intros for all the songs. So every time, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no smooth shit when I was a DJ, but. uh, But I got to say my favorite line. So Heat is there's so many because there's so many huge hits in this album. Yeah. What ends up happening is there's so many iconic songs that you might forget over time that as soon as you hear it again, you like instantly go back to it. So the big songs are in the club. Right. P.I.M.P. 21 questions and many men. Those are the songs and maybe Wangsta. For the white people out there, of course. those are the songs that everyone recognizes off the bat. But honestly, my favorite songs, if I can't, right? Wait, really? If I can't, yo, you you know that song? Yes. Yeah, that's my Wait. favorite song in the whole album. Oh, that's I think that's super underrated. Well, that, I think that's a, that's an undercover good pick. I, so, Twenty One Questions is by far my favorite song because Twenty One Questions is like the entire album from top to bottom until you get to Twenty One Questions is like hardcore gangster. Yeah, you're like afraid. You get to Twenty One Questions and this is this is Fifty Cent's time to serenade some some young ladies, and I'm like, holy shit! The fact that he flipped that, the the, the fact that he got Twenty One Questions in this hardcore gangster rap album is. And Dr. Dre didn't want Twenty One Questions on the album. Fifty had to fight for it. Yeah. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I'm not joking. Dr. Dre was like, dude, this is a hard-ass album. How are you going to have 21 questions on it? And he was like, <laughs> y'all know <laughs> I got a soft side. <laughs> but it's, it blew up. Well, good for 57 for choosing that song because it was fantastic. Um, just to give you, uh, uh, I know you just mentioned uh, the three, I mean, the four songs that everyone knows, but I just want to let the people know. Um, in the club, 50 Cent's first song was the f- was his first song on Billboard's Hot 100, and it was there for, for nine weeks. Um, and it was on the charts for 22 weeks in total. Um, his second single, 21 Questions, became 50 Cent's second chart topper on Billboard's Hot 100. And then his third single, P.I.M.P., peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, that's three songs, one album, all on the Billboard Top 100, yep. two of which hit number one. Uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic. Fantastic um, album. Um, so obviously you have your favorite song. So if I can't, um, obviously you have your favorite song. But Burry, do you have a least favorite song? Um, I gotta say, Bloodhound probably. Yeah. So I, so going down the list, that was one. So there was two songs for me that I was like, uh, maybe not so much. Um, High all the time, and then Bloodhound were the two songs for me that I uh, like. It's list. They're not bad. Just, just no. High all the time's good. It's just on the nose, but it's a good song. Bang! It's like <laughs> it, the, the. All right. So there's a couple things. First off. In Heat, my favorite. <laughs> so 50's got this thing of like, he's you can tell he's a funny dude, yeah. 
Yeah. But he's still trying to be like, he's dangerous, funny, right? So he's got this thing like, my heart bleeds for you. Um, I can't wait to get to you. Behind that twinkle in your eyes, I can see the bitch in you. <laughs> yeah, that shit. That shit. <laughs> That shit always gets wait, me. It says, I can't wait to get to you behind that twinkle in your eyes. I can see the bitch in you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my favorite line in the whole album. Oh, and my God. So what I wanted to talk to you about, about this album, right? Wait, say that again? What I wanted to talk to you about, about this album. Yes. Is the fact that, like, very few times someone new comes out with a debut album it has hits it's like successful but it also like is so hit that person's sound that like it's instantly they instantly become like known for that you know yeah like um, the last time the last time this happened for me was uh YG my crazy life when that dropped i literally Never heard of YG. Yeah. And then in the span of, like, he dropped the album, My Nigga, Left, Right, Who Do You Love, and Do It To You. Yeah. And it's, like, classic West Coast sound. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm a big fan, you know? Okay. Like, most people, they roll out, like, even Kendrick, he had the mixtapes, Section 80, then he had Good Kid, Mad City, and, like, they gain fans slowly. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, no, no. I feel, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But I, I would say you don't think Cardi P, Cardi B? Cardi B would be my next one, too. Yeah, because so Cardi, like she, that's her sound. Like, yeah, she came out. She has an iconic sound. Mm-hmm. She has hits. It's like as soon as you hear her, you know who she is and what song she's going to do. But she still, like, delivers. And low key, Cardi B might be the male, uh, the female version of Fifty Cent. Yeah, I think she's like funny. She's she's definitely hard. Yeah, <laughs> and she's uh, got the bars too. Yeah, and she's got bars. Yeah, I don't know. She this that might. That's be a hot a- take, but I I, I kind of like the comparison. Yeah, no, uh-huh. no, no. Agreed, agreed. Okay, so a couple of questions I have for you. Uh, so obviously we are we both love this album, right? It's clear to everybody we love this album. Um, if this album came out today, would it be as impactful? Would it be that big of a hit? Do you think it, it could keep up with everything that's going on today? Or have we moved way too far away from the gangster rap? I think I honestly was going to say, I, you know, you'd like to think that like a hit is a hit no matter where. But I have to say, I think we moved so far away. I mean, and there's no auto-tune. There's no like. There's Wait, no, that's, there's hey, no singing. That's not it. That's a. You think this attitude is necessary? No, I'm just saying like how far it is from our sound. Oh yeah. It's like. Okay. But I have to say, I still think it would be a hit. In the club is one of those songs where. Oh, it'll be a hit forever. It'll be a hit All forever. Time. I think they still play it at weddings. You know, some of the lower songs, like maybe Many Men and that kind of stuff, maybe wouldn't be as big, mm. right? Because it's not like that era anymore. But in the club, 21 questions. I mean, you could see Drake coming out with the 21 questions type deal Most right now. Most definitely. But I think the appeal of 21 questions for me was because it was 50 Cent singing it. I think if, uh, if Drake came out with 21 questions, I'd be bored. Like, it would piss me off. I think the fact that it came out, the way it came out, and who sang it, and I, that made it special for me. But at the same time, it was a great hit. And I also have to say, like, this is like – 
gangster, gangster rap. Did did Fifty Cent come up with the word gangster, or was that like a term that people were using at the time? I honestly, that's a good question, and I want to say that uh, it didn't stick. So. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely didn't stick, but it's catchy. It really is catchy. Um, but also with the PC culture, I hate to be that guy, Burry, but I don't think that PIMP would carry a lot of, you know, it would get it would get shot down fairly quickly Yo, nowadays. PIMP was, I, I think I posted something on, like, Facebook or some shit about, like, years later about PIMP. Yeah. Like, uh, when I was, like, in middle school or late elementary school and like my dad saw it and we had like a conversation about <laughs> wait are you serious yeah dude you can't be you can't be posting 50 cent lyrics in front of your parents bro that's that's a lesson i learned <laughs> i learned that lesson that day respect um, respect a couple more questions and then we'll wrap this up we'll wrap this up um 50 cent today let's talk about 50 cent today and what the that that album get rich or die trying obviously it shot him up like he that he came out biggest album of the year what went platinum all of these all of these things right and he had a huge beef with uh ja rule he did have a huge beef with ja rule yeah no sad good good the diss track in it Back Down, great song. Mm-hmm. It's on an all-time diss track, but it's up there. He really goes after Ja Rule. You can tell he really doesn't like him. Almost definitely. And the funniest thing about 50 is, like, now he's, like, super petty, but he, it seems like he's always been super petty. Yeah, no, you just pick it up now more because he has social media, so you yeah. see his pettiness every single goddamn day. But I, there's no doubt in me that he has been this petty his entire life. There's a documentary, um, multi-part documentary called Beef, and it talks about all these rap beefs. And the only dude that shows up a bunch of times to talk shit about Ja Rule <laughs> is 50, dude. Like, they talk about Jay and all this shit, and, like, Jay doesn't show up. Jay's got business deals and shit. 50 is like, <laughs> come through to talk some shit, bro. Of course, that's what J- uh, Fifty would do, um, and we have to we have to mention they made a movie, Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, it was a many video years game. Later. Remember the video game? This is how big they 50 did not. Was. They did not make a video game. You don't remember the video game? I don't think I ever played the video game, Burry. Dude, it... are you serious? Oh my god, they made a video game. Yeah, bro. I think I owned it for PSP or something. <laughs> that's amazing. This dude is insane. He really knows, like, when he hit that home run, he was going to take as much out of it as he possibly could. Non-stop the whole way around. Oh, bulletproof. Bulletproof. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, and he had a movie. I mean, Did this you, dude. So, go ahead. 50 Cent really, like, it tailed off. Because he had, so he had the massacre. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's pretty much, like, the the opposite of, like, basically his, his debut was, like, his peak. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Not in terms no. of, like, cult, I mean, probably culturally, too, but, like, in terms of, like, artistically. 
best album is his first album. You don't think his? I don't know. The the, the thing about Fifty, which I think um, he picked up from Jay Z. Maybe he didn't pick it up from Jay Z. Maybe that's just his mindset. But he gets into a little bit of everything. Him with power. I mean, like that's huge, Burry. Yeah, power is big. Power is humongous. That is like culture. Oh, like everywhere, right? The vitamin water thing was fire <laughs> for however long that lasted. I'm like, he's really about his money. Um, and like 50 Cent today, I don't know way, without Get Rich or Die Trying if he would ever be this big, but he just seems like the kind of dude that he will figure out a way to make it. No matter, like respect to him. I always thought that he pushed way too much. Like his beef with, uh, with Ja Rule was a little much. His beef with the game, I was like, you guys need to stop the whole G-Unit thing. He was hardcore gangster rap. He lived it. He breathed it. He walked it. Um, and, I, and I always like that a little too much on that. But he is who he is, and you can't say he isn't. Like, and that's who 50 is. And you got to respect him for at least, you know, uh, <laughs> being honest with the fans, with the, with the people. Like, I'm not going to be different for nobody's. So the Massacre sold 1.1 million copies first four days and then uh, 5 million in the U.S. and 15 worldwide. Yeah, does not compete at all. At, but at but it also has bangers. Disco Inferno, Candy Shop, just a little bit out of control. Oh, Candy Shop is fire. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yo, 50 Cent got good music, bro. But then, oh. like, he hit, like, there was that moment. I still remember, I, like, distinctly remember the moment in 2007 when he, he dropped Curtis, same time as Kanye. Oh, yeah, that was. And they, like, played, they, like, went head to head, and Kanye beat him. And, uh, I was just like, and then that was just like 50 Cent after that musically. There's no, no, it's not that. He had a, he had a moment. (laughs) You remember that song, AO Technology? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, was that with Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Dude, I remember that shit, bro. Yeah, that shit was that shit was really shitty. That was sad. No, it was catchy. It was catchy. It was good for a radio play for a couple of weeks, but that's that's it. That's absolutely it. That's absolutely it. That's a funny thing you say that because I right now couldn't tell you the last good fifty song he came out with, bro. I really couldn't. Like we, out. I'm right now. I'm on my. I'm on iTunes, and I'm trying to look at anything that 50 made. Recently, right? Recently. And I have to say, I can't. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I mean, it's sad to say, but him and Lil Wayne, actually, Lil Wayne stayed relevant for longer. But, uh, and I think we're going to end up doing the Carter 3 soon, too. We might have to. But it's almost the same now. I mean, like, Lil Wayne. Actually, Lil Wayne's still way more relevant than 50, <laughs> musically. 50 is just like, he does yeah, no. power. Yeah, and that's it. And he's uh, bullies people on Instagram. And right now, this is Apple Music, because I use Apple Music. I don't know what other streaming services are, but when you go to 50's top songs, five, five of the top ten are all Get Rich or Die Trying, and three of the top five are Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah. It's 21 questions in the club, and then it's something with, he features something with Chief Keith, many men, and then it's PIMP. It's um, Get Rich no. or Die Trying is really 
No yeah. AO technology. <laughs> no, 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 no AO technology, sir. No the, the AO technology. All right, you guys. So that is that. That's get rich or die tried. I mean, it really is by far and away um, uh, Fifty Cent's greatest yeah. artistry when it comes to music. Um, but yeah. one of the few albums you can play start to finish, and I think that's its its impact is like. Most definitely. Most Dark, definitely. Big hip hop, hardcore rap, but also poppy, classic 50, and it's like defining it, it what is I like def- about it. Exactly. Because this is when he came onto the scene and he blew up in a huge way. In a huge way. Yeah, it's a classic. That's it. And it, it was an instant classic, but it's a definitely a, a, a millennial, millennial classic. classic. There yeah. you go. It's a millennial classic. All right. Catch you all, guys, next week. Thank you guys Peace. for listening. Peace.